This is It Was a Thing on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the dregs of humanity. Welcome to the It Was a Thing on TV podcast, episode 8, submission 115, Judge Wapner's Animal Court. It aired on Animal Planet from 1998 to 2000. Don't have the exact dates, so we just know it's around a two-year span. That's completely unreasonable. If you want to fight, I can get you boxing gloves, but we're not here for that. My first case ever with worms. Come here, Sophie. Get him, Rusty. Can I say something? No. If she hadn't had an oral agreement... How do you do? If you guys, and, and I'm here with Greg and Chico again this week, if you guys remember back about 20, 21 years ago, there was a revival of sorts to begin to start in the judge, uh, the judicial uh, genre. Judge Judy had been around for about four years at that point, and the People's Court had just returned in 1998. And divorce court returned in 1999, and then you started seeing other people get judge shows like Judge Mills Lane, who uh, was the referee in the Tyson Holyfield fight where where Mike Tyson chewed off part of Holyfield's ear. Oh, he was by the, oh, by the way, possible future installment. So Animal Planet got in on the act. And they went to the original source. They went right to Judge Joseph Wapner. And it's kind of coincidental, about uh, nine days before this episode was taped would have been his 100th birthday. Kind of coincidental since we actually mapped this out like well over a month ago. So this series, as you might believe, was about... Court cases involving animals. Now, if you ever watch some of the judicial shows, not divorce court, not paternity court for obvious reasons, but if you watch Judge Judy, if you watch People's Court sometimes, they have animals on there because dogs get attacked by dogs or a dog attacks a cat or there's some sort of breeding issue with a horse. Get out of your system, Greg. I'll do it. Horse. 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 Sorry. That's fine. He was but, he was busy channeling his inner Mike Francesa is what it was. That's fine. I don't have any Diet Coke, Chico, so. <laughs> well, whose fault is that? So all the cases on um, Wapner's Animal Court involved, shocker, animals. No! Are you kidding me? And, and then to take it a step further, the animals were actually in the courtroom. There is actually a promotional video on YouTube, like a two-minute video with uh, outtakes and, and a preview of, of the series. And there are birds there. There's dogs there, cats. The yeah, term a- you're looking for is sizzle reel, Mike. I- I'm sorry, Mr. Professional. Boy, you're getting the busy. You throw all these terms around. 
And there was actually a horse in the studio. I'll get to I'll get to my thoughts about that in a second because I, I I'm talking about the rest of the cast. Let's just go right there. Okay, let, the, the, yeah, the, let's the, rip the bandaid off of this. We had like a two thirds reunion of the People's Court. Obviously, Judge Joseph Wapner and his bailiff Rusty came back. Yay! Nice. But there was somebody missing. Greg. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, here's my here's my. I'm gonna have a bone to pick with the people of this show. How can you have Judge Wapner and Rusty the Bailiff and not have Doug Llewellyn on this show? Yeah. It I mean, maybe no it, sense. It, maybe it's just not in the budget, but still. I mean, if you have those two, you've got to have the third part. You got to have the whole trifecta there. Bring the the whole band back. Yeah, you got to have Doug Llewellyn outside the courtroom interviewing these people as soon as the case is over. And it's not like he was doing the People's Court back in 1998. No, I don't know what he was doing in 1998. I don't he, know either. And he yeah, just came back he, to he was, the People's Court. Was, yeah, he just came back like a year or two ago. Collect, collecting residuals, probably. I don't know. I don't think it was rerunning well, on USA at the time, but... Yeah, because I think USA Live was already over by 2000. Yeah. yeah, I think it was gone by about 96 or so. The one thing that I, I was missing from the the uh, the synopsis of this, the cast, what happens if a horse does what a horse does? I think you know what I'm talking about. Yes, it's what happens when a horse does what a horse does, and that is meeting Mike Francesa. <laughs> I think he was referring... Or, or, or defecating. Yeah, I was just about to say, horse walks in... Let's just say, horse walks into a bar and does what a horse does. Uh-huh. And I'm just genuinely curious. I mean, there's got to be some sort of blooper reel out there. I'm sure some animal relieved itself at some point. We've seen enough Carson. We've seen enough Letterman... We've there seen was enough. that one episode of Bar Rescue. Oh, Chico! No, no, it's true. There was a there was a horse walking into a bar and Chico. Doing... No, I know what you're talking about, but no, actually, I thought you were going to talk about the one with the raccoon feces. Oh no, Mike! Mike! Hey. You see where my mind went. It didn't necessarily go into a wrong area. I'd make Wait. a joke here, but that would spoil a future episode, so I'm not going to. But yeah, and the thing is, they didn't just have dogs and cats. They had guinea pigs. They had geese. I mean, it's like if, if it was a wild animal or even a tame animal like a pet, it was in Judge Wapner's animal court. Uh, and even one time, and I saw this in the sizzle reel. Do you like how I use that, Chico? Sizzle reel. Thank I did you. That just, I did that just for you. <laughs> I there appreciate was, it, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. There was a a duck or a goose. Looked look like it may have been more of a goose because of the neck. And it was <laughs> honking all the time. And Judge Wapner was very close to throwing it out of court. You know Judge Judy would have thrown that that goose out after the second outburst. 
I don't want to hear your stuff. Get out of the courtroom. So many jokes. And, and, and I'm just looking at this sizzle reel again. There was a pig there. Okay, pigs crap all the time. They live in their crap. I'm sorry if this pushes us to semi-explicit, but really. Ew. I mean, there, there had to be, and I'm sure they had some sort of disclaimer that animals were not injured in the filming of this. Not that the animals would be fighting in, in a courtroom, but, you know, just for to, to placate the, the PETA people and stuff like that. But, I mean, it, I didn't find anywhere that they had, like, a, a, a dung wrangler. I'm Maybe. sure they kept off camera. After all... Who would put crap on television? No, I got it. Greg, I have it. I hope you're listening. Oh, God, what is it? Doug Llewellyn was the crap wrangler. <laughs> oh, that, that's that's low. That is low. How the mighty have fallen. Oh. I, you know, I don't know what to say about that. You know, it would have been amazing if, if you know, because this is around, like, 1999, 2000. If, let's say, somehow... Judge Wapner was sick or something. You know who they could have gotten to replace him on the uh, on the court? Who's that? Steve Irwin. Crikey! <laughs> Jinxed by me, Coke. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, he would have been in Australia at the time. He, he wasn't really doing a show here at that time, was he? No, he was in the Australia Zoo. So. Yeah, yeah, that's why I thought so. Yeah, but he was like a pop culture phenomenon at this point. Yeah, that's one heck of a commute though from from Melbourne or Sydney or Adelaide or wherever he's from. Yeah, one heck of a one heck of a commute, but not impossible. The way they ended each case was very similar to like Judge Judy, or if you've seen uh, Judge Jerry nowadays, they have like on. Two separate sides of the outside of the courtroom have the plaintiff and the defendant, and they just basically give their side of the case. Oh, I thought that Judge Wapner was fair. I thought Judge Wapner was wrong about this. I didn't get to show this evidence. They did that. They didn't do like what Doug Llewellyn does. Okay, here's the defendant. I'm sorry you lost. You know, how do you feel? And then, okay, go sign, go sign some papers. Let's bring up the plaintiff and... And get his uh, his or her uh, reaction. There was such a missed opportunity to do that. I mean, that was just being begging for that sort of reaction, you know? You know what they should have had after every episode? They should have gotten Paul Renza to do a, a reaction in the crowd and, and just and just ask, fair or unfair? Again, spoiling a future entry into the uh, Pantheon. But wait, I don't think there was an audience. Um, I, I, well, there may have been people in the court. I, I just there were people in the court. Well, I'm looking at the sizzle reel right now. I oh. uh, it looks like there might be some people. Oh my gosh, there were worms in court. Worms were sued. <laughs> All right, now I'm curious. What would you what would you do with a worm in court? Okay, we're really like you know, stretching the definition of of, of animals. Uh, uh. Oh my! Oh, hold up a second. There's a case I found on. 
snake on his head? Yeah, that's on the sizzle reel. The, oh, the, the guy has a Burmese python oh, around shit. his neck. And now George Walter's sniffing something? Maybe he's sniffing I, you something. know what I just thought of? There's an episode of Family Matters involving a, a, a Peruvian stick bug. And it sort of reminds me about all of this. Did the Peruvian stick bug end up in Judge Wapner's court? No, but it but theoretically could have. Although it was just a regular run-of-the-mill, uh, does this remind you of anything sort of court show? Okay, yeah, there are people in the gallery, but I'm not even joking. I mean, if you've ever seen Judge Judy or Judge Jerry or any of the other courtroom shows, there might be 50 people in the in the gallery, maybe 100 Looking at this, there couldn't have been more than about, looks like a dozen. I mean, it looks like one or maybe two rows of people. They were all going to see Judge Judy and, and, and the People's Court Revival at the time. They, they didn't feel pity for for Judge Wapner. Oh, sad. Very sad. Plus also, now I don't know Animal Planet that much. I didn't get Animal Planet back in the early, early days. This probably was the first foray for Animal Planet into something besides animal documentary shows. True? Well, there well, well there was one show and I I think it came a little bit later or it was around this time and possible future entry. In fact, let me go ahead and log it in right now. Oh no. More show prep. Jesus. You lie like a dog. I remember that. I, I remember no, I, I remember seeing it, but I've heard of it. I vaguely know about this. Wasn't that what? like to tell the tr- truth with animals? It, it was exactly to tell the truth with animals. And it had a it had a young naive JD Roberto before uh Battle of the Ages came calling. We just totally glossed over Shop Till You Drop. Oh, yeah. That should be an entry. The sh- Shop Till You Drop with J.D. Roberto. Shop Till You Drop the final season. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Animal Planet was basically trying to, at this point in the game, try to get out of its whole acquired documentaries from Discovery phase. And... It didn't necessarily work. Well, it didn't work in these cases we're talking about. You lie like a dog and uh, Judge Wapner's Animal Planet. But if you look at what they've done since, I would say over the last 10 to 15 years, by far it's been more successful. We we mentioned last week Meerkat Manor, which ran for, I believe, a good three to four years and was actually pretty popular at one point. Uh, They also have many... I mean, just look at what's on the the the, the ch- uh, channel now. Tanked about the two brothers who own the aquarium business and make these really fancy aquariums for celebrities. And they've got uh, my cat from hell about guess what? Cats from hell. And and uh, Jackson Galaxy comes to tame them, if you will, or or get them in the right state of mind. And they've got all sorts of 
animal shows, pet shows, too cute. Not talking about you, TC. Go back to sleep. And uh, they had Dogs 101, Cats 101. And then if you remember, and this is, goes back probably even beyond 15 years, I think actually it's closer to probably about the, the time frame we're talking about right now, uh, the late 90s, early 2000s, they had Planet's Funniest Animals. I remember that. Yeah. I forget uh, who Didn't the- Vin, Vin, Vin DeBona also do that? Uh, I don't know if Vin DeBona did that. It wouldn't surprise me at all because he does all that stuff. Uh, yeah, it was hosted by Matt Gallant first. But then the last, I want to say, season or two was somebody who was on Mad TV at the time who's gone on to bigger and better things named Keegan-Michael Key. Yeah, I wonder what he's Yeah, and so that might be the... the the genesis of the, the animal planet we have now sort of throwing darts against the wall. I mean, we've seen it with other networks. Gosh knows game show network GSN has tried their hand at, Oh, let's try Burt Ludden's love buffet, which is half game show, half comedy done by the people who gave you nightstand and MXC. Well, MXC came later, but yeah, those folks and let's try cram and let's try inquisition, which is sort of the, the film noir game show. And some of it worked, some of it didn't. But still, you don't know if you're going to have a winner unless you throw those darts at the board. True. Not everything can be a winner. Just remember, somebody thought sharks in a tornado. And and they did it six times. Six times up till now. Maybe they got another one up their sleeve, but I, I think they said... The sixth but, one was officially the last one. Oh, yeah, because after yeah. the after, – when they get to six, it's like, yeah, this is when it start, starts becoming unrealistic. <laughs> but, yeah, throwing yeah, darts at a board and seeing what sticks, that's what you do when you're, when you're in network, I guess. Well, you know, Greg, it may be derivative of the other episodes or the other installments of, of Sharknado, but you know what? That hasn't stopped the Fast and Furious franchise Oh no! If if you can now spin off with The Rock and Jason Statham, I mean, there's no stopping it. Maybe that's what Animal Planet should do. Maybe they should do Judge Rock's Animal Court or oh Jason Statham's Animal Court. Judge oh, no. Rock's Animal Court would be great. You could have The Rock cutting a wrestling promo while he gives his decision. Oh boy. I knew I shouldn't have said that. Oh like my you gosh! Just, you just gave Greg ideas. I know. I, I I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, listen, stupid ideas and running with them runs in my family. As you <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, no stuff. My dad says is another future entry possibly. <laughs> yeah. Oh my well. Uh, I, I do want to add one more thing, and this actually might, you might find this a little interesting. Hmm. Do either of you know who directed Judge Wapner's Animal Court? Um, no. It's a, na- it's a name you've heard. Is he a famous name? It's a name you've heard. Name I've heard. Uh, Sid and Marty Croft? I don't know. 
you got the first name right. Marty Facetta. Uh, the, oh. The guy, the guy who produced uh, 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 Catchphrase. The, the guy who produced Catchphrase, he did Wheel of Fortune as well, Love Connection. Yeah, he was he, he uh, directed Judge Wapner's Animal Planet. Wow. It's just interesting what you find when you, you, you actually do research for, for your podcast. And now that's all we have to talk about, Judge Wapner's Animal Planet. <laughs> Judge Wapner's Animal Court on Animal Planet. No, it's Judge Wapner's Animal Planet on Animal Court. We, we, we've gone into bizarro land. Yeah. I'm sorry. This yeah. gives new meaning to the term kangaroo court. Oh, boo! Yeah, whatever. I'm out of here. <laughs> Anyhow, despite my brain fart, that's it on about Judge Wapner's Animal Court. Remember, as always, you can find us. You can find us everywhere, but you can go right now to one single link. I'm so proud of this that I did this and I got it all working. We can be now now be found everywhere just by going to www.itwasathingontv.com. That'll take you to the podcast. That'll take you to the different links, the Facebook group, the Instagram, the uh, Tumblr, the Twitter. We have a little FAQ on there. Uh, and also, if you have any suggestions, comments, feedback, job proposal offers, we have an email address. We have an email address. Contact at it was a thing on TV.com. And we'd love to hear your feedback, good, bad, or otherwise. Even though Greg gets a little sensitive to the bad feedback. Oh, yeah. It's okay, Greg. Well, I'm a, I'm a very sensitive guy. What 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 can I say? We we know you are. You're a big softy. You know when when people say. Bad things about Manimal. I, I, I can't help it. Oh, boy. Oh, remind me. That's why I got to send to the email box tonight. I need to direct a complaint about Manimal right to you. I want Greg to know that Manimal is a piece of junk. Well. This is not Mike Klaus typing this. Even though I sent it from his email box. It may be Mike Klaus typing this. It probably is. I plead the fifth. And that's it for this episode of It Was a Thing on TV. He's Chico, he's Greg, I'm Mike. And next week, well, actually, first, you're going to get a bonus episode because cause we're nice. And, and we like doing two episodes, especially when this episode runs about 25 minutes. Next week, we're going to wrap up the Animal Series. We're, we're sort of going to... We're still going to have the, the thematic episodes, the blocks, but the thing is, if we do like an extra episode every week, that won't be thematic. So we do have next week one episode, at least for now. There might be a second. You never know. Yes. And it, and I'm not going to say what it is, but it's still, again, animal-based. And this this is going to be a Greg show. Greg likes oh, this yes. show. Greg actually recommended this show. Have so you, I, I, Have I, you I, two I, watched it yet? Uh, I watched that at work. All I have to say is, it is animal adjacent. Well, that's good. 
And I will say it also references a show that was covered previously on this podcast. Ooh, okay, that's a connection I didn't make in the past, but yes, you're absolutely right about that. Well, until the next episode, Judge Watkins Animal Court, it was definitely a thing on TV. Talk to you soon. Judge Watner's <laughs> Why did I know he was going to do that? Oh you my knew God. you were waiting for it. Oh, hold up, hold up. Wait, 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 do it better. Row! Judge out. Hold on a second. Row! <laughs> hey, Mike, you're keeping all these for the uh, outro, right? Row! Judge Watner's Animal Planet. Are we saving it for the end? Does that really need an answer? <laughs> it's like, yeah. No yeah, response we are. needed to that. that. That was the most rhetorical of non-rhetorical questions. Is this staying in? Absolutely. Yes.